Hey. Trips that you plan for the next whole week. Bands too long for a nigga so cheap and your flex so deep, sex so deep. You got it, girl. You got it. Hey. You got it, girl. You got it. Yeah. Pretty little thing. You got a bag and now you violent. You just took it off the line, no mileage. Way they hitting you, the DM looking violent. Talking while you come around and now they silent. Through the Cooper 17, no guidance. You be staying low, but you know what the fight is. Ain't never got you know it being modest. Popping shit, but only cause you know you popping. Yeah, you got it, girl, you got it. Hey. You got it, girl, you got it. Episode 165 of the iHeart Miko podcast. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you for joining me. I am joined by your favorite, Brent Grimes. Hey, I'm in this bitch. You guys <laughs> love him, so I'll try not to keep him out too much. But, you know, I have a lot of interviews yeah, coming she gonna, up she gonna this go summer. Over my head with it. Before we get into that, first of all, that was Chris Brown and Drake. I mm -hmm. mean, do you understand how big that record is? I understand how big that is for you, yes. What? Wait, no, no, no. What you mean? Because I like both of them? Yes. No, but I'm saying they had beef. Yeah, I know. Like serious beef. And I was just like, you know what? It's unfortunate that they don't want to get this bag together. Now they you do. You know? It's like, yeah, I, I get the beef. I get what happened. You know, men are being men, I, I guess. And... But at the end of the day, like neither one of y'all is with Rihanna right now. She's on a yacht with a billionaire. Yeah. Drooling over that nigga. So they just cut their losses yeah. there and yeah. said, let's make this money. That's what it sounds like. Y'all might as well get this bag together. Yeah. They make great music together. Like, come on. This song is dope as hell. And then and then Drake just really just turns into the simp that we all love, and the, as as the song goes on, you know the beat changes. The simp. Oh, he is. He just does it for us. He always knows how to make us feel good, and yeah. and valued and important. That's why he's the best rapper there is. Best rapper there is. You know, he's, he's the greatest rapper alive. And you know what really bothers me? You just reminded me, like of Pete Rock. Oh coming for God. me because people are still commenting on that, still hitting me up, talking shit to me like the the great one has spoken, the goat has spoken, a legend has put you in your place. And I'm like, that legend needs some pussy. <laughs> like, my nigga, why are you even over here trolling with me? Like, like I am trolling. This is fun. Right. I like to rile people up every now and then because I'm I bored. I can't believe Pete Rock came at you about that, though. <laughs> I talked to Tax about that shit, too. And he was just like, What? He was like, he was basically trying to say the old niggas is really jealous. Like they really can't handle the fact that the music wave is going somewhere else. Yeah, it's different. Yeah. It's different. And like he just, for him to be coming at you like that is crazy because you're not accepting things change. Yeah. That's like somebody from, um, all right, just take somebody from Prince time with wearing clothes, androgynous. Androgynous, and, yeah. And snapping on niggas now for wearing different type of clothes. Like, no, yeah. no, it's different. Times yeah. change, music changes. Man, yes. And then I was thinking about it too. I was like, of all those rappers that he listed that told and he said were better than Drake, I was thinking to myself, which one would turn down a feature from him? I'm not saying no. I don't, None. I mean, Drake is. You got Drake on a song, it's going to be a hit. Probably. Yes. That's just what it is. And and that's what I'm saying. That's the world. That's everybody. Everybody would want to feature with him because it's supposed to, at the end of the day, be about getting this bag and getting paid for your talents, whatever those talents are. If your talent is making women buy albums, then goddamn, that's a you're good at it, right? Because we're the ones buying the albums, we're the ones spending the money. Yeah, 
And that's what only, you know, that's the only reason I like Wale is the songs he writes to women. That is definitely the only reason you like Wale. <laughs> I'm like, why are you listening to Wale? And I'm like, oh, it's one of the songs about girls. I got it. Yeah. That's clear your he, lane of hip hop. Wale so got a lane just like Drake and he want to be hard. He want to spit bars and have niggas with their shoulders all up and all this shit. <laughs> niggas, talk to us. It's We're clear, listening. It's clear what type of music. You like, what rap you like? Yeah, it's clear. Even on like Meek Mill album, the one he's it's a girl song. That's oh, this is my shit. I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying like it's it's clear. You yes. got your you got your lane. I, and everybody, you stick to I don't it. I don't relate to selling drugs. I don't. Yeah, I don't relate to getting bitches. And you know, like that's just I can't I can't right. fake it. It's cool. It sounds cool in the club. Okay, yeah, but I'm not buying it. I'm, I'll hear it when I'm out. Right. I'll hear it when I'm out. Right. The shit I'm purchasing is the shit I'm listening to every day. And Drake and Chris Brown, of course, is another nigga that's batting a thousand musically. He's talented. Together. Yeah. We just got to link up, y'all. As that's, really, that's really what the wave should be. Link up. Stop hating on each other. Stop being enemies. Stop being mad at each other. Link up and get a bag. It's crazy. Like, I just I always be thinking about, like, rap... And, you know, rap, kind of, I guess, R&B too now, is the only form of music where it's like a competition. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, Everything who's better? Up, yeah. If two people in a song is who won the song? Like, no other music is like that. Mm-mm. It's just it's supposed to just flow. Rap is, people are like trying to complicate it. You know, like they just want it to be beef and mess. Like, they get off on that. Because that's what, I guess you could say, a lot of rap is based in just battling and things like anger. That. Yeah, and it's like no, we make make love to some of this shit. Slow it down. <laughs> but uh, we're officially in LA. LA back here for the summer. Beijing took her first flight ever. Beijing killed that flight. That was some drama. We were delayed almost two hours, and she was a G about all of it. Yeah. When we took off, she got a little scary. She definitely did. Like she was about was to funny. abort mission. Like, yeah. oh, let me off this bitch. Yeah. And then when we landed, also she freaked out. But other than that, the the doggy Xanax yeah. <laughs> lit. Had her lit. Doggy Xanax was lit. She was knocked out, sleep. Chilling on the floor, chilling, not bothering nobody, not giving a damn about nothing. Yeah. For a whole a four and a half hour flight with a two hour delay. Yeah, for her to handle that, you know, I'm hey, feel real she didn't shit anywhere, no yeah. piss. You you had a good uh, your method, your yeah. feeding method, and you know getting right was, was yeah. good. I was a little worried with that delay, but she handled it well. She handled it like a G. So we're here permanently, and um, as I told you guys before, it's official. I have found a studio for video. Yeah, that's just fly. Yes, it, we went to go see it today. It's everything I need. You guys will love it. Um, I'm just trying to advance everything that I'm doing and grow. Charlemagne and Schultz said I didn't. I ain't taking it serious. I'm mm-hmm. not. I'm not balls deep in this thing. So I'm <laughs> sick reference. I'm, I'm committed. I'm balls deep now. I'm balls deep in it. I'm about to commit at least give you incredible content this whole summer. I also should be able to shoot the big three show that I'm trying to do in that studio as well. So next week you will have some video content for YouTube. I'm hype. Um, What else is happening? Oh, we started the fat funeral today. Yeah. Fat funeral 2019 is a boot camp. I've been talking to my friends about it since last summer and they're always saying, you know, they want to work out with me. They want to know what I'm eating and, you know, what I'm doing. And since I've gained about 12 pounds in the last six months, mm-hmm. I figure this is a perfect opportunity to get that off with my friends. Yeah. You know? So we. Sick name. Fat Funeral is a dope name. Yeah. Fat Funeral 2019. <sighs> we, you know, we're about to get rid of some fat. We're going to gain some muscle. We're going to get lean. And it's an eight week program. Mm-hmm. Um, only my friends are invited. If I don't know you, sorry. But if I do know you, hit me up. It's I'm, it's in LA. I, I'm sorry I posted it on Snapchat. I didn't mean to do that. I, that was actually a personal message to everybody. Mm-hmm. And I was high and I posted it. And so mm-hmm. people in Florida and Atlanta, all kind of places. People hitting you up. Yes. My bad, y'all. It's in LA. And um, 
We're going to do it Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. I'm going to do it those four days. Uh, if you come, you come. If you don't, you don't. We're going to do yoga on Thursdays. That's nothing but yoga. It's one hour session of yoga. And the other days are going to be boot camp, you know, weightlifting, training, cardio, core, giswo, yeah. lean up, burn fat. We're going to talk about food a little bit, you know, making some smarter choices. I'm going to try to cook some of my food from my cookbook that I'm hoping to have pre-ordered by August. I can't guarantee that yet. I've learned this process is very sick. Right. It takes a lot longer than you thought, than I thought. So, but I'm hoping to have pre-sale by late August, early September, Labor Day weekend. I'm hoping is the plan, but it's in motion um, for those of you that want to know. And I'm going to try to introduce some of my friends to some of the stuff in the in the cookbook. Okay. Some better options. Some better this choices. Cookbook gonna be fire. Yes. Never comes out. Yes. Um, I'm speaking from experience. <laughs> you like everything, though. The, that shit is fire. Yeah, but you don't give good criticism. I, I sometimes need people to tell me little things, and you be like, you know what? It's perfect. I don't really understand why it would change. It's just good. That's all I can tell you. <laughs> but anyways, um, let's get to the to, to the sporting news. Um, first, let's listen. Uh, pray prayers up. Whoever you pray to. Jesus, uh, Muhammad and them, Allah, Buddha. Right. Um, who else? Whoever. That's, that's all. That's who all the need, Catholics you know? pray to? Jehovah. Jesus. Oh, that's Catholics? Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Jesus Christ. And what about the uh, the Judaisms? I don't know. All the <laughs> Tell the truth. Whoever you pray to, pray Jehovah? for Jehovah. I don't. <laughs> I don't know the religions. We I don't ain't know. Lie. It's not important anyways. Um, Big Poppy was shot. When they first announced this, I, they said it was a robbery. And I'm like, what? Yeah. Thinking it was like at his house or something. He's in the middle of like broad daylight. Not daylight, at night. So like a hit. Yeah, it looked like a hit. Like somebody came and shot him in his like back. They wanted to get rid of him for some reason. Yeah. And so he got shot. And um, who's the owner of the Red Sox? I don't know his name. Whoever the owner is sent his plane to the Dominican Republic to get him, to fly him back to Boston to have surgery. Yeah. He's a legend, though, in Boston. Like, he's like one of the most famous Red Sox ever. I mean, he has to be for me to know damn near so much about him. And, you know, I shit on the owners all the time because they're billionaire pieces of shit. You know what I'm saying? But anybody can have moments of, you know, of of weakness and showing, you know, some type of affection. And so when you have an owner who probably is a piece of shit, <laughs> to just keeping it real, to do something like this, it's like, damn, you know, that's pretty yeah. cool. I couldn't think of a single NFL owner that I think would do this, though. Like, I, I was thinking know. about Tom Brady. If this happened to Tom Brady, would Robert Kraft send his jet yes. to go get him? Years, years, and years, and years after retiring? I would say yes. You think so? Yes, he's Tom Brady. Now, if you say what he sent it for Malcolm Butler. Randy Moss? <laughs> I don't know. But nope. Tom Brady? Yeah, Tom Brady. Sure. So Poppy is, a, is equivalent to Tom Brady. But he's one of the most famous Red Sox ever, for sure. Yeah. I just hope that he's okay. It's kind of crazy. Like um, some other players were doing interviews and talking about how um, this is a reason that a lot of players don't like to go home. Yeah, that's what I was. I, I that's one of the first things I thought about when I heard this. It's like people go back to their community to whatever they do to see their old friends, see their family, do some good things for the community. And it's been said that he has been doing good things for that community. And he's there and somebody's jealous, somebody's mad at him, he, you know, whatever happened, and try to take him out. And that's why people don't want to go back home. Yeah, I was, um, I mean, that makes sense. I'm just hoping it wasn't something bigger than that, you know? Like, you like I hope he ain't owe nobody no money. Yeah, like, you never or he know. ain't fucking somebody's wife. You never know. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. You don't know what's going on. Yeah. But, like, my initial, my initial thought was... It's just some some jealous people just trying yeah. to take take somebody out that is famous. Yeah, I I hope you're right. I, I mean, not like I hope you're right. I'm just saying I hope it's not deeper than this. Like yeah, it doesn't it could continue. Be. We, we don't know. You know, 
You don't know what he into there. You never know. You never know. Um, what we didn't know until now is who the Hard Knocks team is. Do you know who it is? The Raiders. The Raiders. The Oakland That's Raiders. That's going to be interesting. Wow, you, what a you, great selection. You watch Hard Knocks. I am a, a huge Hard Knocks fan, like huge. And what a great selection. Like we're actually going to get to see this cornball in action. What's the cornball? <laughs> Coach. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yo, Gruden calls you a Gruden grinder all the time. Oh my God. He always comes up to you and does the most aggressive things to you and like makes it makes implies that you're you're just hanging on to your job. Like Man. you're just such a, a gritty player. Like you out here I fucking like, getting CTE every week and shit I to hold like on to your job. When I hear like that description of me, I feel like people are just saying stuff. They're pigeonholing me to something that I'm clearly not if you watch me play. Right. Like like not saying I don't work hard or none of that, but I'm not like the feisty getting into stuff all the time. Like that's not my style yeah. of play. Like and he at thinks all. that's who you are. And it's not me. You don't even talk. So it's like <laughs> I don't get into shit. I'm not trying to fight people all the time. I'm not late hitting. I'm not diving over piles. Mm-mm. I'm just trying to make some cool picks, you know, bat some balls down, make athletic plays. That's what I do. But for you to say that makes me think you don't really know yeah football what i'm doing what, he don't he don't get it and that's why i can't wait to hear him just start talking about these players and just being wrong about a whole bunch of stuff i want to see if they're going to expose his um his issue with technology no they're definitely going to do that that's going to be a, that's definitely got to be a segment you know cuz yeah. that's a big thing and it will be funny they won't make it like a a diss, but it'll just be funny, I think. And you'll yeah. see, like, yo, he really I hope don't they wanna... have footage of him, like, not knowing how to turn the iPad on or something. Yeah, like, they got to, because it's going to be funny. It. Like, what the hell is this? That's why I hate it, you know? But they probably taught him so much by now, so he might, we, we might but not I feel get that. Like, I feel like uh, somebody like him is trying to stick to his ways, like, nah, fuck that. I don't want to use it, you know? Yeah. He might have broken down and did some of it, but he still want to do it the old school way. That's just what he strikes me as. I, I can't wait to have um, Raider Bounty on the podcast. He said he's down to talk some football, whatever. I just want to know, you know, with all the scandal and everything, the story he broke about the Raiders and the offensive line not fucking with Derek Carr, I wonder if we're going to see any of that, like any of that stuff rear its ugly head. You remember there's so nah, – they're not going to show that. Man, Hard Knocks got to get to it. They're not going to show We got to get to it, man. Somebody got to leave It's a some formula info. for Hard Knocks. It's, it's, it's usually good. They're not trying to do controversial stuff. They're going to have a couple camp fights. They're going to show Gruden fucking up on technology. You know, they're going to build some undrafted dude that got a little quirky personality. You know what it's going to be. Yeah, but I'm hoping it's for some They're not going to do nothing. The Raiders always got some shit going on, man. They do, but... That's what I'm saying. They do, but nah. They're going to be big on Antonio Brown. This is going to be good. The quarterback. What if Derek Carr can't get Antonio the ball in camp? Like, what if there's a struggle? I I feel like they're definitely... (laughs) They definitely going to have him getting mad or something because that's just him. You know, I don't know how he is in practice. Because we're going to see the preseason games and I imagine he'll play at least in one of them, right? Nah. Yeah, he, he probably No, nah, he'll play. Yeah. For timing, you know, they'll yeah, they'll play. do that. This is their first year. He'll probably play in one. So I just want to see what it's like. I want to see how Derek Carr handles that type of personality also. Because he that's hasn't had one of those yet. That's a big yeah. That's the thing, like with receivers like that that just used to getting the ball all the time. Mm-hmm. That's a big deal. Yeah, I want to see. We're this gonna is going to be exciting. I'm I'm so excited for it. Well, I'm I'm excited every year, but yeah, you love <laughs> this one's even night. better. You be hype. I'll be time. so hype. Yeah, I don't know why you not hype. That shit is fun. Hard knocks is fun. Uh, what's not fun is going to prison. Kellen Winslow Jr. Oh, shit. I'm like, what? <laughs> what a segue. Kellen Winslow Jr. has been convicted of uh, rape, um, assault. But he just... So so the, the story is that he's just running amok with what appears to be elderly women. So here are the list. There was five women that came forward and accused him of some type you of rape. elderly? I'm going to tell you. Some type of rape, sexual assault, or lewd act. 
okay? So the first one was a 58-year-old homeless woman. Who he, what? Yes, who he asked to join him for coffee and raped her. Yeah. What? Yes. Homeless? Homeless. He, he wanted homeless buns? He wanted dirty pussy. Oh, my God. He's a psycho. Yeah. Weird, right? Beyond weird. Yeah. But, you know, it's really about power, I feel like. You know, she's homeless. He probably felt like nobody was going to care, care, believe her, or whatever. Wow. You know? That's deep. Then we have a 54-year-old hitchhiker who he drove to a shopping mall and raped her in the back of his Hummer. Wow. 54. There was a 57-year-old woman who said he exposed himself to her while she was tending her garden in her front yard. Okay. And there was a 77-year-old oh, woman who, we talking who, shared, who goes to the same gym as him. And she said they were in the hot tub together after working out. And he beat off in the hot tub with her in there. He got a... He, 77. Oh, my God. And then another woman came forward who said he raped her when she was in high school. She was 17. Okay. And now she's much older. But, you know, he was 19 at the time. So he's just been raping girls forever. Yeah. Wow. And apparently getting away with it. I mean, he's married. Um, He says the sex was consensual with all the women. Everything was consensual. So... I commented that this has CTE written all over it. And somebody accused me of making excuses for him. What is the excuse? Like, you're not saying that he's not guilty guilty of raping people. You're just saying that uh, he's probably been playing football since he was eight years old, Mm -hmm. running his head into people. And now his brain is fucked and he's psychopath doing crazy shit do you remember you we used to talk about him when he was in the league he was, yeah he the was signs always is there. Off. he was off he, he the one that did the whole we're warriors we're warriors i kill him yeah, eat him. Like, yeah. yeah he's off bro he it's clear fucking off people don't take into account like you just think about the nfl career but a lot a lot of people play football since like really since like six seven, seven years, years old. old and with poor tackling you know Coaching, I, everything. That shit wears on your brain. I didn't start playing football to eighth grade. And I learned really fast that I don't like when people hit me in my head. <laughs> really fast. It doesn't feel good. Mm-hmm. But the coaches, when I was playing pound football, they tell you to do that all the time. That's real shit. I know. That's why I always said my son would never play that goofy ass shit. We used to have drills without a ball where we would just run into each other. <sighs> My goodness. So he's going to jail. Uh, he's facing life in prison, uh, as he should if these things are true. You gotta life? Him, yes. Yeah. You got to get him off the street. He's just out here. Will, ain't he's no definitely telling, got a problem. Ain't no telling what else he's done. If these are the women that <laughs> have come caught, forward. yeah. You see what I mean? Because it's not yeah. like he's a recognizable face. People might not know who he is. Yeah, unless you know football. Yeah. He wasn't a, a household name. Yeah. So, I mean, you got to get him off the streets. Yeah, you have to because that's just, you're doing too much, dog. That's wild. You raping homeless bitches and hitchhikers and dogs. Go buy some pussy, dog. Like, go buy some. I'm pretty sure there's some 50-something-year-old prostitutes as well, dog. For sure. Get your fetish on. But it's not. You you put the nail on the head. Like, I learned this a long time ago. Rape is usually not about just sex. trying to get it's some sex. It's about power. Because you could get sex. You could mm-hmm. pay for it. You could do other things. But it's about power being dominant over somebody a lot of the time. <sighs> Niggas need to chill. Um, Jalen Ramsey is on Twitter swinging his dick around. So months ago, it was rumored that the Jaguars were sneak, quiet, secretly trying to trade him. I, I do remember that. He got wind of it and was put his dick on the table like, bet. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. I can go. <laughs> What's yeah. up? And so the team backpedaled, you know, and was like, oh, no, no, those those are rumors. It's not true. That's not what happened, blah, blah, blah. We want to keep him, blah, blah. So now he's like, oh, so since y'all said that, I want a new contract. Right. And it's going to be so high that you're going to need to put me on layaway. 
<laughs> That's, That's what he, what he tweeted. <laughs> Bars. Bars. <laughs> so this type of energy in the NFL is is it just sends me to the moon. Like I just love. I mean, he has all the leverage. Yes, I, I love mean, a nigga using his leverage because they do it to y'all all the a, time. He's a first round pick. He's played well. He's uh, they all hyped him up since he came in the league. Mm-hmm. So he has no. He's good. He could play horrible this year and still get broke off. Yeah, because he still has one year left on his yeah. contract, and they can exercise a fifth year option. They could tag him. You know, yeah. like they could de- hang on to this nigga for the next three years if they want to. They could. But the fact that he's causing a stink, and and you know, might you know, you just never know. He could get traded. He could go yeah. somewhere better. The Jaguars look like they're probably gonna stink again. Yeah. You know, it's like. You never know where he could end up on a contender, a, a big team, you know? We're going to see. But yeah, he so I like it. He I, definitely has the leverage. Yeah, he's this. got the leverage. This is a perfect time to cause some problems and see what they're really talking about. And if they're don't, if they not trying to trade you, then make them give you a bag. I love yeah. it. If you're a first-round pick it. in the NFL, you could do whatever you, you want. want. You got to perform. Especially, though. no, in his perform. case, he's played well. He was hyped Coming out, he was, you know, so he has all the leverage. Yes. So I love it. I love it. Um, U.S. Women's National Team beat Thailand 13 to Donut. And as incredible as this is, the highlight of the entire game is that the women shouldn't have scored so many times. It was rude to, to smear it in their face to actually cheer and get hyped for every single goal like it was disrespectful of them to do this well that's some girl shit i guess yeah they, they also all them. the media call, that's what media does with the soccer team and sometimes the, the WNBA as well they always call them girls nobody want to say women's you know like nigga these these bitches out here sucking dick and eating <laughs> pussy too <laughs> So True. stop calling them girls. These are grown ass women. They're playing a sport. And that's my issue with the entire industry of women's sports is the they're always trying to make us be like, like great people. And you know what I'm saying? Like doing the right thing. And if you knock somebody over, help them up. Fuck her. Step over that bitch and tell her, move, bitch. Get out the way. That's the problem with the WNBA. They're too nice to each other. They need to be, yeah, they need to be disrespectful a little bit. You need to talk some shit, you know, and and if somebody ain't coming around to play, keep scoring on their bitch asses. I'm surprised Thailand didn't start injuring bitches. That's what you're supposed to do if somebody run the score up on you. Yeah, as I was watching that, like, it was kind of ridiculous what, Thailand was doing like they're clearly not in the same league as America but they were playing just giving them room just not playing being pussy. aggressive like it's it's teams in the World Cup that are way less talented than who they're playing but you know it maybe they'd have lost five to nothing mm-hmm. you know 13 to nothing is ridiculous yeah but on on the same note the 13 to nothing the way that they're they're doing that saying they shouldn't have scored the reason they keep the goal differential in World Cups is because it matters. Mm-hmm. So, Talk about it. So Thailand is clearly not good, right? Right. Other teams are going to have to play. America is one of the favorites to win the whole thing, but shit happens. Mm-hmm. They have a bad game. You know, something could happen. They could lose a game, and it comes down to goal differential. And if I didn't see who their whole group, but say X Sweden and Chile. All right, say Sweden beats Thailand 15 to nothing. Mm-hmm. And they lost to Sweden. That's, yeah. That goal differential matters. So, shit, I'm trying to get as many goals as I can so on Thailand. So, you can have an advantage so in, we your, got, in your series. We got a buffer. Like, we, mm-hmm. we good. So, yeah. no, they're not wrong. They scored their 13th goal in the extra time. <laughs> get buckets. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Yeah. And, and if this, I was thinking to myself, if this was men's soccer, they would be like, yeah, we shoved their dick in the dirt. <laughs> you know, but now they're like, oh my God, we should have a mercy rule for this game. Like, this just isn't, this is bad sportsmanship. They nobody give a fuck about men's sportsmanship when they play. Like, why do they want, like, our team ain't even in it, our men's team. 
Like we should be like talking our shit right now. Yeah. And if this was the men's team, that's what would be happening. And it's offensive that women's sports is like this. This is, this is why don't nobody watch. This is why nobody comes. It's too nice. Men's sports is not nice. It's rude. It's rude. It's <laughs> disrespectful. It's aggressive. It's angry. It's hungry. And I just feel like they make women's sports so soft and pretty. That's why, like, when I talk shit, you you know how I talk shit when I play basketball and everything. And it's right. like, when you do that with girls, they be wanting to cry and everything. Yeah. But, you know, that's just, that's how I hide Some myself. Some guys want to cry, too. Yeah, guys try to fight me and everything. Yeah, I when had I to, when... <laughs> just to take for, you know, this is not, but you playing basketball and you talking shit and I'm like, oh my God, these dudes are really pissed. I really might have to fight somebody because yeah. they can't handle a girl they talking can't. shit to them. But then, you know, they started, you know what I'm saying? They say a little slick shit, then I start hitting shit. No, they usually yeah. talk shit to you first on some... Is this a man's game type yeah. shit? And then you hit a shot, and then it's yeah. who got the girl? Yep. You can't I started check yelling, me. Who got the girl? She and, and, keeps going. And then they mad, and you know. Man, but. women's sports needs to just step it up. I feel like, you know, we got to support our women's soccer team. I'm going to try to watch their games. They play again on Sunday at 9 a.m., 9.30 a.m. versus Chile. Um, this that is, should be better. This is Chile's first World Cup ever. The United States has played them twice so far and it's 3 0 4 0. See, that's in some other matches. Yes. Beatings. Chile just lost uh 2 0 to Sweden in a rain delay. It was 0 0. And into the 90th minute, they scored two goals. And wow. everybody's saying that's why they they it like the rain delay took something out of Chile. It was it was gonna go be a zero zero tie. Okay. And then when they like no, we're gonna come back. I mean and that play. is a big difference. Yes. Yeah. To come back after a long time sitting and play a soccer game, yeah, shit can happen. Yeah. So everybody's saying that that's that's rude that they but somebody gotta lose. So somebody gotta lose. One of y'all should, Sweden didn't have a problem with the rain delay and coming out still hooping. Right. So you got a hoop. So Chile's got to play the United States Sunday at nine thirty. As I said before, their group is are, is those four teams: Thailand, the USA, Chile, and um, Sweden. Mm-hmm. So that's Group F. Okay. We got to support the women. We got to yeah, support keep up, man. man. Yeah, we're gonna give more updates on their yeah, on their uh, journey to the World Cup since they win. in it. You know what I'm saying? Since they, they like got them in it, um, let's let's get in it. Um, playoffs. Let's go. Cut right to it. Let's fucking go. <laughs> Are you hype now? Are you hype? <laughs> Let's fucking go. Are you hype? So when this is all said and done, the question I'm going to ask you is, did the Warriors um, give themselves a chance at the series or just extend the L one more game? We're going to get to that. Oh, we're going to get to that. Right, but before that, we have to discuss Kevin Durant. Man. We must. We got to. We must. Um, Kevin Durant, we both called the torn Achilles 30-something days ago when it happened, and the team tried to put it off as a calf strain. Yeah. And me and you were like, nope. That's a that's a torn Achilles. And the difference between a torn and a ruptured is a torn, you can still function. You he could just strained, strained it. Yes. He strained it. And, and a full rupture is, yeah, have a seat. Come sit next to me. Yeah. Now- Kevin Durant decided, he he made a decision on his own, you know, regardless of what he was told, but he decided to play in this game. Yeah. And the question that I'm asking you is, was that a good decision? No. Why? If you're dealing with uh, strained Achilles, mm-hmm. no, it's not a good decision because you're playing basketball. Right. You're a competitor. Mm-hmm. And, like, what happened? I'm sure before that game, they're like, all right, Kev, because this is what I thought he should have did. they like, just be out there. We need another shooter on the floor. You can shoot, hit spot-ups, easy pull-ups. Don't do anything extra. But he probably he hit a few shots. He started feeling himself. Mm-hmm. He started talking shit to somebody. Now he want yeah, to clear out and, 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 and do ISO move and blow Sergi by Baca. somebody and pop. That's just your competitor. You you got your shit flowing. You think you good, but you not. It was clear from the beginning of the game that he was not okay. He wasn't right. And so everybody's blaming the front office. And let me and rightfully so. But so let me tell you why you could blame the front office. They first misdiagnosed him. They they you know how teams do. They put out in the media that they didn't think that he was doing enough to get back. 
it appeared he was just coasting it out, just gonna just. Who said that? It was alleged people from the front office of I the Warriors. Hear all that. Yes, I yes, hear yes, it. yes. Um, it, it was it was a leak that they felt like he was pussyfooting. The players also thought he was pussyfooting, like. Yo, this nigga just don't want to come back and play. Like he could do more. He could try more. He could, you know, this and the third. Then you say it's a calf strain. Then you say it can't get any worse than where it is right now. The doctor and Steve Kerr said that openly. It cannot get any worse than it already is. And See, the doctors cleared him to play. I hate when you hear that a lot in sports. Like mm-hmm. in locker rooms, you hear that is the most ridiculous shit ever. What mm-hmm. do you mean it can't get any worse? If I'm dealing, even if it was just a calf strain, you could go, it's grades. Yes. He could have a grade one calf strain. Mm-hmm. If you play on it, that shit could turn to a grade two. Yes. And a grade three is a full tear, and a grade two could go to a grade three. Yes. So that shit could get worse. Well, not if you didn't, not if you didn't diagnose it properly, not if you call it a calf strain. <laughs> well, even if it was just a calf strain, that shit can get worse. Yeah, but they they're trying to make it like this is really a, not a big deal. Durant got to get out there and play. They was down three one. I believe the organization put pressure on him, and and leaked out this shit to make him feel bad, to make it seem like he was like, te- like you know, just saying fuck the season. You know that like it wasn't as bad. Uh, he shouldn't. Have- being him being Kevin Durant, he should have known, like, I can't, you know? Mm-hmm. And then I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm just watching, and he's coming back. And I didn't agree with, like, the extent that he was playing. Yeah. I thought he would come out in spurts. And I really thought he was just – because I really feel like the problem with the Warriors without Kevin Durant is they, they're missing another shooter. Like, Draymond not shooting the ball. Iguodala not shooting the ball. Mm-hmm. So just him and Spurts being out there, being another body standing around the wing, being able to spot up and shoot right. would have helped right. him. Exactly, because when you have an Achilles issue or any lower body extremity issue yeah. and you haven't actually rehabbed it and actually trained it, he wasn't doing anything. Right. And you know what annoyed me so much is whenever we saw him, I saw ice on these motherfuckers. Right. And I was just like, he shouldn't even be on his feet. Yeah. The best rehab you could do is rest. rest. He shouldn't be flying to the the other cities. Like he should be home with the feet up because it can reattach itself. Yeah. You know, but not this season. Like that's nigga 2019, 2020 is what she he should have been focused on when this happened. Like you can't play with this type of injury. You yeah. know, this ain't like oh I'm a little broken toe or something. He's not gonna get back on the court until February or March. With this. And even then, I've only seen two niggas return from this injury and be what they were or better. And I'm talking to one of them right now. You. <laughs> yeah. And and when when I was with you and you tore your Achilles, I that was like one of the most helpless moments of my life with you because I feel like I'm proud that I can give you all types of insight and advice and, you know, things that I've gone through to help your career. But injury is one of the things that I have never been through. Yeah. I've never had a serious injury. So when you ruptured your Achilles and you was like really depressed and you was angry, you wasn't bathing, you wasn't eating, like you was tripping, you know? And I was like, damn, I don't even know what to say. Like, I don't even know what to be like. Hey, it's going to get better. Like, I know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know what that was like for you. And so I called Dominique Wilkins, mm-hmm. the other nigga that I've seen come back from this injury and flourish. But that's just me being smart and thinking, like, you know, what could I do to help him? And and when I look at Durant, and Durant is like a LeBron, you know, he's a god yeah. in his game. He's known all over the world. And for you to not have the 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 knowledge in yourself. Or in your crew to get a second opinion, yeah. to get an MRI, to figure out. Somebody should have said, bruh, this ain't it. Right. What are you doing? I don't want to hear all this. Richard Sherman, let me tell you what this motherfucker said. He said, we fully know our bodies and what we are risking, especially 
at the professional level. I'm sure there were attempts to persuade him to continue to wait. He's built different than the people saying he shouldn't have played. Maybe that's why they haven't gotten where he is. Okay. One of the best replies to that was a guy. He said, I agree he wanted to play, but should a coach pull a guy who looks to be Looks like he can't move laterally because KD definitely could only shoot set shots and couldn't move on defense from the jump. Sometimes players need to be saved from themselves. And this nigga Richard Sherman responded and said, his 60% is better than most of the league. He felt he could do it, and he, so he did. My nigga, why do athletes think their 60% is good enough. Like like Richard Sherman probably thinks that because he's a 49er now and they're nobody and they're nothing. And he came back from a ruptured Achilles looking trash. I said it. Mm-hmm. Film looked trash as fuck from his ruptured Achilles. And he thought in his mind his 60 was better than somebody else. Well, if the 49ers were any good, he would have been benched. He played stank. And that's exactly what KD looked like. He hit a couple shots. Everybody could do that. He's a skilled basketball player. You could walk into some threes and hit those. But yeah. did you see when Van Vliet went at that nigga and he had to react? Did you see when Kyle Lowry uh, went at him? Cross, cross to the that, hole. That's what You're I not was... reacting, my nigga. Like, that's not. And then you had the audacity to try to do a move when you know your body's not reacting. So yeah. I don't care that they misdiagnosed him. <laughs> I don't care that they lie to put pressure on him. You have to listen to your body. That's the key. Yeah. Just listen to his body. You know, like, and like I said it, you said it. We're watching the game. Like you just said, he was like, he ain't right. Yeah. As soon as he came, it's not right. But I I, I don't like it. I do feel like, like you said also, like, I feel like Kerr should have been like, bro, we need to get him out. Yeah. And if we're going to play him, it can only be like three minutes at a time, four just when we need quick a shot, shots. get some shots And up. let him guard whoever in the paint so he don't got to yeah. really get screw, screw. Niggas love here filleting this nigga nah. and he trying to react. Yeah, because you you play. he was playing minutes like he was 100%. That shit is crazy to me. So they 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 handled that wrong for sure. Yes. But the, the ultimate you, responsibility is you. Kevin this Durant. This is your brand. This yeah. is your legacy. <laughs> this is your career. And a lot of you guys just aren't strong enough to fight that demon inside of you. You have the athlete who wants to play, and then you have the person. The person needs to win and say, hey, guy, guess what? No, it's a, it's a definite battle. I actually had to do it myself. Yes, before. I fought with you about this many a time. But it's like, yo, I feel like I could do it. But then you like, bro. Like, you just got to have that talk with yourself. It's really just a talk with yourself, like. I can do this, but I know myself. Like I'm gonna try to do some shit, and mm-hmm. if I if I feel like I do some shit that can hurt it, then I'm not gonna go because I'm gonna fuck myself up. No, you. But you can't be trusted, Brent. But that's what the the battle mm-hmm. I had, or the I'm talking about when I was on the Falcons. Mm-hmm. I had an injury, you know, the I, knee injury. And you just kept on playing. I played on it, but then I was it was a chance I could come back. And I talked to the doctor and they said, if you're feeling anything, you shouldn't play because right. you shouldn't feel anything. And if you feel anything, this can lead to, you know, I heard what it can lead to. I'm like, yeah, no, nah, I don't want but that. But your to team happen. still cleared you to play in that Giants I was game. cleared to play. Cleared to play but by I'm the like, team doctor. And, and you called me because I told you I was not going to the game. I was like, I'm not going. And you was like, just don't tweet that you're not there because then that'll give, you yeah. know, your, your coaches, Mike Smith didn't want to <laughs> give the Giants an advantage of knowing that but, you weren't playing. And then when I saw on the TV that they announced that you were cleared to play, I called your damn phone. I said, no, the fuck you are not. No, I was cleared to play, yeah. but it was up. They put that out to, <clears throat> I feel like when they To do pressure the, you. Yeah, it's like, yo, you're cleared to play, so why aren't you playing? They did the same thing with, you remember the whole issue why a lot of Chicago turned on Derrick Rose mm-hmm. because the doctors cleared him to play, but his shit wasn't right. So he like, right. no, nah, I'm not playing. Kawhi Leonard. <clears throat> Was Doctors cleared, cleared to, him to play. Him to play, and he said no, and 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 all of a sudden he you're weak. He's a bad dude. Yeah, all of a but sudden he could have played and tore his quad. And we would have never got this great run that we're on right now if right. he would have listened to these team doctors and played. We so, we could have been just ruined. So you gotta kind of be like willing to be sort selfish. of a villain. Selfish is what it is. Portray you like a villain for doing. And it. all the people that have been talking shit about. KD 
calling them cupcake. I call him cupcake all the time. It's just a funny name to me, but you know, disagreeing with his decision to go to the warriors saying that they're ruining the league and all this stuff. All these people that was talking shit, all of a sudden when he tears his Achilles and then the fans are cheering or cheering. Now everybody's like, he's just a great athlete. He's a pure specimen. They would, you know, they need him. Everybody's saying that the team is better without him. That's a lie. He is, they can't be better without him. Like now all of a sudden everybody's on, his dick because he did something stupid yeah and i and, and and as far as this whole fan cheering thing that's so false the fans were not cheering him going down if you look at the game and you watch it properly when he did that cross and his shit popped he lost the ball yeah and ibaka got the turnover that's what they were cheering for they didn't even know he was like oh shit my shit is fucked up they were just naturally reacting to Ibaka getting the ball. Yeah. And then once the cheering stopped and everybody realized like, yo, yo, he's hurt, then they was like, oh, shit. And and, and now it's like people are talking shit about the, the Raptors fans. Like, come on, dog. Like, like, let's not act like we don't watch fans in the United States. Boo. What would happen? Let me ask you this. You from Philly. What would happen if the Eagles were playing the Patriots in a Super Bowl game at financial, what is it? Financial Field House, Lincoln Financial, and Tom Brady got carted off because somebody clocked his ass. Well, <laughs> I can tell you what would happen because I remember this from a long time ago. As you know, Eagles Cowboys same division, division rivalry. I forget what age I was, but the Eagles were playing the Cowboys. Michael Irvin, everybody knows, got carted off the field. Mm-hmm. I was over at my cousin's house. My cousin's dad is a Eagles fan, and my other, my uncle, was at the game. He called, and I heard, "We broke his fucking neck." <laughs> and I heard a bunch of cheering in the stands. And I'm looking at the TV, and it's Michael Irvin with the fucking neck, neck brace and getting carted off. And the stands are going crazy. Yeah, why are we trying to act like we don't do that type of shit? I'll never Even if they were cheering him getting hurt, like honestly, yeah. y'all niggas been talking shit about Katie this whole time, saying he shouldn't have even been on this team. They they ruined you know the league. Yeah, and now all of a sudden he goes down. And now y'all all want to be soft. Yeah, nobody. Now there's no more shade for him, Brent. He is a legend. He is a god. He laid it all out there for his brothers. This is a prime example why you can't worry about what other people are saying. <laughs> No. You just got to do, you got to listen in your situations. You have to listen to your body and make a decision according to such. You can't worry about what people going to say, what they're going to think. Mm-hmm. You just got to yeah. listen to your body. It's not going to lie to you. I feel like every athlete thinks about Carrie Strug in the 96 Olympics. You remember that? Yes. She did the vault with the bad ankle. They all think that's I how it's going to turn out. I was at my cousin's out. house when that happened. They, you didn't have no damn TV at your house? Damn. No, I was just at my cousin's house. <laughs> oh. I used to be at my cousin's house a lot. My nigga, they all, all of y'all think that's how it's going to turn out. You're going to play injured. You're going to do something incredible and amazing and win the gold for your team. And it's like, no, the majority of those outcomes end up getting carted the fuck off and sometimes never playing again. Yeah. Like, it's not worth it. Yeah. Like all this, oh, you know, you're an athlete, you're great. That's cool and all until you're carted off. Yeah, it's it's really just knowing your body. You got to yes. listen to your body. His body it's, had. It's some things that you can play. Like, you, mm-hmm. you know, it's not saying if I don't feel 100%, I'm not playing. But it's times when you're like, bro, I can't. I know. Yeah. Like I might be able to last a quarter. But this shit, I got to last. Right. And this shit is only going to get more intense as the game goes on. Yeah. And KD had that goofy little dance routine he did before the, the game started. Did you see that shit? Yeah. Like, I know you feel dumb for doing that, dog. Like, you wasn't ready. And you know it. And and I and I think about his crew. I know how niggas in the NBA run. They got a crew with them of niggas that they literally financially take care of. Mm-hmm. And, and it's so crazy because these niggas act like bitches. Like, they literally compete with the hoes. Yeah, you know, like niggas want to buy hoes for the weekend, fly them out. The niggas that's being taken care of like a hoe that ain't sucking no dick, you ain't fucking nobody. You know, you ain't doing nothing but just being a bill. They mm-hmm. have the nerve to get mad when a girl is a bill. These are the guys that should have been doing research and telling you, hey, 
I don't think you should be doing this. Like you got to have people around you that are useful, useful. You know what I'm saying? If you can't be used, you're useless. And he got a whole bunch of niggas around him and nobody could convince him to not do this. I mean, but you can't, maybe there is people that said it, but it's real. like the end of the day is Katie's decision. Like at the end of the day, we go back to the decision with me playing with the Falcons or any other game I sat out with an injury. You told him, you were like, yo, nah, you shouldn't play. But I was there. I could have suited up and played. And you did all you. You told me why I shouldn't no, play. No, the games you absolutely couldn't play and I threatened you. Say <laughs> you de- yes. You definitely you threatened, threatened to get tased. I threat. I tell him every time he's, if he tries to play in a game, he's injured, I'm going to jump over the, the wall <laughs> and run onto the field. They're going to tase me. You get tased. And then what? Yeah, you're right. Now what? But but I'm saying <laughs> that is true. You definitely tell me that. <laughs> but like, it's my decision. You know what I'm saying? You could give me all the great advice you want, and they could have gave KD all the logical, rational explanations of I why. I just refuse to believe that they really thought this was a calf strain and this shit was not going to tear. Like, look at how he was running. His gait was so awkward in his run. He was just slow. he couldn't react to anything. He couldn't jump. Like, you know, it, it was bad. It was so bad and nobody stepped in. Nobody said anything, not a coach. Like, your friend should have just been like, like on the side, I'm like, dog, this ain't it. That's what I would have been doing. Yeah. Like, this ain't it, bruh. Yeah. And nobody said anything, so he's to blame. It's all on him. That's what I said. It comes it's down all to him. You got to just live with it. He yeah. made a decision. They lie. You should have got an MRI. You should have got your own independent MRI. You should never trust the team doctors. Their goal is what, Brent? Their goal is to get you back on the field, court, whatever. Quick as possible. Soon as you they possibly can. Yeah. Especially if you're the Warriors and you're down 3-1. Yeah. Lies will be told, my nigga. Big lies will be told. Yeah. Speaking of lies, you guys have you guys lied in 2016 <sighs> when you were 73 and 9 and you lost. You were up 3-1, and then you lost to the, redemption. the Cleveland Cavaliers. So you think this is a redemption? redemption? You think this is it? Shit. You think you guys uh, yeah. are going to do what this to, to Toronto? What am supposed to about to lose? Because, no. you know, Toronto has, this is what's crazy, is Toronto has been swept the last four years by LeBron James. Yeah. And for if they were to lose this 3-1, to one, it would almost be just as bad, right? Yeah, it would be just as bad and be culminated with Kawhi leaving. And, uh, and coming to L.A.? Yeah. To just be just wiped him off the mat. I don't I don't feel that happening. I feel like, you know, uh the Warriors are not playing the same basketball that they've been known to play. Um they get a lot of credit for ruining basketball, the, the Splash Brothers with these threes and and shooting from everywhere, but what they don't get credit for is changing basketball in an aspect of passing the ball, great right. great IQs all over the court from one to five. Um, you know, just anybody, whoever's hot gets the ball. That's great basketball to me. Right. You know, they don't get the credit for that, but that's missing. It ain't there no more. It ain't it, there anymore because there, there is whatever lineup they have in because of what they sacrificed to get KD, their team lacks shooting. Mm-hmm. You, you have two of the best shooters ever, and then you got Draymond who won't shoot open shots. You got Iguodala that won't shoot open shot. Then your other starter, the other person on the court is either Boogie. Looney, Boogie, or or Andrew Bogut, and they're not shooting jumpers. So you a good defensive team like the Raptors can make shit difficult for two mm-hmm. two shooters. Right. They need another shooter on the court, and it's not there. So the fact, like, Steph and Clay just have to play amazing. But they didn't have Durant before, and they still played They were a better – they had another shooter on the court. Even though they weren't – it wasn't to the level of Durant, you had – you um, had uh, The nigga that helped us win the – The nigga that didn't show up against uh, the Cavs. <laughs> what is his name? Fuck. What? He went to Dallas, and now I Why think he's – Why can't think of his name right doesn't now? doesn't matter. But, yeah, they had him. They had a dope bench. They had mm-hmm. other people that come in and shoot. But they sacrificed that because look, we ain't gonna need that. We're gonna have Kevin Durant. But so now, you guys, you guys are very beatable. Yeah, very they beatable are. They in the are series. Beatable. Obviously, um, down three two. Um, going back to Oakland on Thursday night. Yeah. Um. So you you you've you I, you feel 
Don't don't give me what your what your fucking heart is saying. Cause nah, I, know you're I feel a like this is fan. tough. I'm just gonna say they're gonna win Game Six. And you think they lose Game Seven? Possibly. I can't bring myself to say they're gonna lose, but I'm I'm just going one game at a time. Okay. I feel like they're going to ride this way. By the time we come back from the podcast, the series will be over. Right. Fuck out of here. What's up with game seven? You what, what you what you got? Let's say they win game six. You think they win game seven? Yeah. In Toronto? Yeah. Okay. You What you willing to bet on that? What you trying to bet? Let's bet something. All right. Let's think about we'll a bet. We'll figure out a bet. Yeah. Because I got Toronto. I, 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 I blame Nick Nurse for losing game five. He did some like my biggest issue has always been his clock management, his his play calling and crucial do be moments. You saying that, but I want to give him credit. They have been doing a good job. Yeah, but the only reason is because they've been winning. It hasn't re- still been good. He still not, hasn't been resting Kawhi like I feel like he should. Like he's, he can't. You no, Brent. You can. You got to find minutes. That's what great coaches do. You you either do it or you have somebody on your staff. That knows how to, you know, they're trying to only go seven deep. Like, you got to go down your bench a little bit. You got to give niggas help so that they can come through in the fourth. Now, Kawhi did have a good fourth quarter, but Steph had a better one. Mm-hmm. Steph and Clay, You know, and then he has the nerve to call a timeout while they're on a run. I, did, I was like, why did the game stop right then? Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. He makes poor coaching decisions. Poor. That was an awful timeout. And yeah, then he didn't call a timeout when y'all went on the run. Yeah, I didn't know what the hell that timeout was for. Like, that was crazy. Yeah, it was crazy. And then it's like, why are you doing all this? Like, are you nervous? Are you bitching up? Like, you can't. You got to be the backbone. You got to know your team. And that's why I think he does poor clock management. Everything's like, he just doesn't know. It's like this. these I mean, moments are that's big. that's part of the reason why I do still feel confident, like, in the Warriors. Like, I do. It's like, definitely, they could lose. But they've been here before. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's quite like a lot of pressures on the Raptors now. Yes, it been. three y'all up three one. Yeah, the, y'all supposed to win. This yeah, coach yeah, has yes. never been here. Yes, this is this is a lot of shit. Like, mm-hmm. shit gets tight now. Yeah, everybody got to do their job. Now the Warriors is just like well, shit. We just trying to come back. We yeah. supposed to been lose lost this shit. Yeah, KD, KD been gone. Out. Yeah, we down three one. Nobody else on the shoot besides us two. Let's no just, pressure now. Let's just let this shit go. Let's let it rip. That's why I feel like the Warriors can win. Yeah, I, I think that the series is, is is doing a great job of being exciting. Like yeah. we legit don't know who's gonna yeah, win. Yeah, I have fun watching it. Like last it's game. Neat. no one can call that game Thursday. Like right. if you try to say you know what's gonna happen, you don't. All right. You know what? Only thing that I can say is I'm betting on Toronto based on what I've seen so far. If their coach doesn't get in their way, if he doesn't do stupid boneheaded things, perfect example, the last 15 seconds of the game, they have the ball, and he gives Kawhi the ball early in the 15 seconds. Like, now they can double him and force him to give it to somebody else. As a coach, you should have kept the ball in Kyle Lowry's hands, let him get a high screen and roll, just to, just to run some clock down, and then give Kawhi the ball like with six or seven seconds on it and let him do something. Yeah. Like, you don't give them all that time. Yeah. I, and then I the agree. ball's not going to come back. And stupid, people are so annoying saying that, that Kyle shot that air ball. It was tipped. Yeah, it got blocked. It got when blocked. When I first shot, I was like, damn, he hit the side of the backboard. Yeah. I'm like, he, no, nah, no way he did No, that. he didn't. It got blocked. It was a great look. Um, Draymond just made a great play. But still, it shouldn't have come to that. You know, it really shouldn't have come to that. You just have to – he doesn't have any great – you know how you have, like, coaches on your staff that have great three-second plays, like, to get a shot? Like, yeah. you're supposed to have one of those on your staff. Somebody that, like, okay, we got 15 seconds. We know they're going to come double him because that's what they're going to do. They've been doing it a lot. And whenever they don't double, he makes them pay. Yeah. You know, so you know Steve Kerr is going to be on his shit and he's going to say anybody but Kawhi. Right. You know, so what you do is you hang him in the back, you confuse everybody, you have a whole high screen and roll on the other side of the court, but the goal is to eventually come get him a screen, come around, and give him four or five seconds and make a move and get a shot off. Right. That's it. You don't yeah. give it to him with 14 seconds. Like, what? Right. This is stupid coaching, man. That's the only thing that makes me nervous is his moments of greatness come when there's, like, short time. And I don't trust him. Right. I don't trust him at all. And oof. Warriors but, in seven. Fuck. <laughs> I hate you. 
Warriors and seven. So you basically don't feel like they just bought themselves one more game. No, Warriors. You feel and seven. like Warriors and seven. All right, that's fine. I got you. Um, we're gonna get out of here. We're done. That's fine. Great episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, as I said before, next week we will have audio and video is going down. Make sure you check my YouTube channel, iHeartMiko Podcast. And I'll see you there. Peace. Track off a show. I like it when you touch the flow. Call me for dick, not Geico. Call my phone when you're horny. Hey, mama, see the hay, mama, see the hay. Drip too hard, don't drown on this wave. She told me to handcuff her, give her no escape. Bad little hyena. Puta behave, red lipstick, black outline on it. You be leaving clues when we fucking and you're blowing. You want a real nigga who got real shit in motion? I want me a Wilhelmina bitch to bust it open. My bitch go loco.